Lizzie. <laughs> Lizzie. <laughs> Can I please get this off? Go ahead. Lizzie, what would be a red flag oh my God. you would overlook? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing like that? Okay, a red flag I would overlook um, <laughs> for the fourth time <laughs> um, is if uh, somebody wanted to be in a relationship but they've never been in a serious relationship before. Okay, why? Because you have to teach a person a lot about being in a relationship. If they've never been in a serious relation, a relationship before, then it's a lot of work. It's a lot of growing pains. It's a lot of transitioning for the person that's never been in a relationship no more. You got to go from thinking for a single mind to a team mind. It's like different. So mm-hmm. what's a red flag for you? Uh, first of all, get that tear out your eye. Child, let me tell you something, okay? Go ahead. Uh, red flag I will overlook is uh, I will overlook <clears throat> uh, I will overlook a person that's not like fully set in their hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. Like I will hope for you to already know what you want to do and, and where you would like to see yourself in the next couple of years mm-hmm. and work actively towards it. Mm-hmm. But that's something I would overlook because I'm a fixer. I'm a helper. I would I would want to help you do it. You know, so that's something I will overlook. Okay. Uh, hello everybody. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button and hit that bell. Period. Uh, and if you're listening on your favorite streaming platform, thank you for checking us out. Thank you. Thank I am you. T. I'm Lizzie. And this is Club Culture. Episode. Episode two. Episode two. Dose. 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 Before we start, though. What? I do want to throw in a thank you to to everybody that's been sharing, liking, yes, comments. Yes, yes. I do want to say thank you guys for your support so far and being so receptive to us starting this podcast. You guys are appreciated. And we rocks with y'all. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, make sure y'all follow us on all our social medias. Um, it's Facebook and Instagram is at Club Culture Pod. And then uh, our TikTok is Club Culture Pod or Podcast, one of those. But, yeah, make sure y'all check us out on all of them because the conversation does not stop here. It keeps going. We're going to be on all those platforms continuing the conversation. Right. So this episode, we wanted to introduce our sectors to you all. Uh, So we have five of them. And these are just topics or subjects that we want to make sure that we hit almost every episode so that you kind of get a gist on what the entire theme of this podcast really is. Mm -hmm. So the first one is hot topics. And so that's just anything trending online. (laughs) Why are you laughing? I'm laughing about my Wendy Williams comment. Go ahead. (sighs) So hot topics is literally anything that we see trending or saw throughout the week that was trending online. Uh, Music and entertainment is anything that has to do with music. Mm -hmm. The latest drops, Videos we found interesting, any music news, whatnot, that's going to be that sector. Uh, then we got current events, and that can be anything we saw on television, on uh, on book and, and writing, uh, video online. It doesn't strictly have to be social media, but just current events, something that we really found important to talk about. Uh, and then, like, mental health is extremely important to the both of us. 
Uh, so we always want to talk about that. And it's not going to be like, oh, we're teaching you about mental health, but it's going to be, we found something interesting. It revolves around mental health. Let's talk about it. Right. Uh, and then the last one is dropping the gym. Drop the gym. <laughs> you know, I'm young, hot, and ready. You feel me? Oh. Young, stinky, and ready. All right. Ooh. But that don't mean that we are not knowledgeable. <laughs> you know, the older generation, they be trying to get on that with us. <laughs> they be trying to get on, that, get on that with us, you know, and make it seem like we ain't been through nothing. We don't know nothing. But I think we pretty intellectual. We know a little something. A little something, some, you feel me? So we're going to be dropping gems dropping gym. just to leave y'all with a little something, something to resonate with. Yep. So those are our five sectors. Yes, ma'am. Uh, where do you want to start? We starting with hot topics. Ooh, her breath. Uh, so, wow. <laughs> uh, so you know, where all the uh, the 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 common folk go is Facebook. Right, 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 right. They right. love to. I ain't gonna say the word. They love to get real rowdy on Facebook and talk about what was the word you was gonna say. I can't say it, but Why you, you know our it? good people, the black <laughs> community, <laughs> they just they wanted to talk about baby daddy baby mama drama this week. So, right. what did you see online? So the story online is that this man is dating, or no, this man had a baby mm-hmm. with a woman, mm-hmm. and she also has other kids that are not his. And he wanted to bring his child McDonald's. He wanted to bring his child some food, but he didn't Mickey bring. D's. He didn't bring the rest of the kids a happy meal. So the mama was mad. She said, "Don't bring this food up in here for your kid. You're not gonna bring food for everybody else." Mm. So what you think about that, T? Well, my OG, my mama, she pretty much was the. Uh, the baby mama uh, out of all my daddy baby mamas mm-hmm. that kept us around our siblings and let us know them, and they were able to then know us. Right. Uh, no, none of no his other baby moms they weren't as active in our lives. So my mama was the one that made, took the initiative to make sure that we all knew each other. And so, yeah. And so I pretty much grew up knowing what it means to have a a village raising a community mm-hmm. <clears throat> with just my mama. And she also did that with my cousins. Like my I had uncles and aunties that were in jail and so they weren't here to keep to bring their kids around us. And so my mama made sure that I knew uh my cousins, my Jamal, Monet, all of them. She he made sure that she made sure that we knew them. And so right. I personally, because I was raised like this, I'm going to go inside and have food for everybody. Right. I'm not going to come and just get food for my kids. Right. I mean, for just the one that I birthed. Right. Uh, but that's just because I was, I saw that and was raised like that. And I also do think that that's very important. Right. Uh, the sense of community. And that's something that I feel like we've gone away from as time has time has went on. Like you don't go to cookouts as much as you used to growing up. Mm-hmm. We don't have these family reunions as much as we used to grow up. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> there's a reason for it. That's another conversation. But, like, I want us to all get back to that sense of community. Right. Well, people was online saying, you know, that's not his responsibility. That's not, you know, he don't have to do that. He, and he don't. He don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. But the right thing would be to do it. Is it the right thing? It, uh, so, because you said right. So, that means what he did was wrong. 
Because <clears throat> you just said okay, he don't have I'm, to. I'm not going to say what he did was wrong. I think he had good intentions in feeding his kid. Mm-hmm. I don't think his intentions were to leave those kids out. We don't know if the conversation was he texted his daddy and said, hey, daddy, can you bring me some food? Or if the baby mama told, you know, the, the dad, like, oh, my kids don't have no food. Can you bring the food over? And then he just brought food for his kid. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We don't know what the context of that is. But I will say that because the kids are living in the home together, maybe you can find something that's easier to give out to a bunch of kids. Like yes, people saying yes. give out pizza or, yes. you know, bring something that most people can feed a lot of heads with. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe McDonald's, a whole bunch of Happy Meals is not ideal because at that point, you're talking about $30, $40. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But a lot of people's like, oh, well, those kids aren't his responsibility. Those are, That's not his responsibility. You're right. Yeah, Those kids are not his responsibility. But would you invite your friends over and eat in front of your fan, friend's face exactly. and not offer them none? Exactly. Would you sit there and be munching down on a chicken? <laughs> ASMR smacking. Wait, what is it? When I eat, my niggas eat? We break why, bread. Why the kids ain't like that either? Why you not looking out for the kids? And it the, ain't the kids fall down when nothing to eat. I'd rather make sure my kids get fed than my friends. Right. But yeah, I definitely, uh, they're like, there's a... Obviously, like I didn't partake into this conversation at all. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's really dumb the mm-hmm. things that get black people riled up and what we actually come uh, verse about on online. Mm-hmm. And this is just one of them. But there's always deeper meanings to things. Uh, I just really would like for people to dial back into the sense of community and raising yeah, raising a village. Raising a village. It takes a village. village. Raise it takes a a village. Yeah. And like yeah, the, the daddy. It's not his responsibility to do so. But like. I was focused on how much pressure that mother probably has to take care of all those kids. She has other baby daddies, but let's not act as if fathers aren't typically absent in Mm. households. So the mom has to take care of so much day in and day out and she just ain't got it. And so she, that probably was her favorite baby daddy. And so yeah, they got a little. They probably he probably got a a, a bunch more pressure on himself. Not the to, favorite. He the last one. So he, he probably he get more. Of the, he he probably get more of the, uh, the bumps and bruises just right. because. But I personally do feel as if women they have to take care of the kids. They're told to take care of the kids. They've been forced to take care of kids for since the beginning of civilization. Right. And at a certain point, we got to start pressuring men to be strategic and get it out the mud for their kids, like women do. As far as Something as simple as just buying a pizza for everybody. My mama, she would have bought pizza and chicken to feed everybody instead of spending $7 per Happy Meal (laughs) for 17 kids. So people was also saying like, well, what if he didn't have the money to buy food for everybody? He just had money to buy food for his kid. So then if he, say he did it this way. Say he said, you know, I want to spend time with my son today. He came and picked him up. Yeah. And went and got food for him. I would have rather have done, rather he have taken the kid, taken the kid away. Right. Yeah. Cause, cause then people be like, oh, if you take the kid away, the other kids going to be like envious or whatever. I was like, no, I think kids know. And you should tell your kids, that's not your father. This is your father. Your father is supposed to spend time with you. Their father will come spend time with them. And so they will just probably see, oh, he, he just finna get picked up from his, by his daddy and not, oh, we hungry and he finna go leave and go get food. And we, right. they don't know those stuff. They right. just know that. Uh, so and so, daddy came to pick them up. Right. And so I think if you gonna do that and you can't do all that other shit, then at least come get your kid, take them away from that environment, feed them, and then bring them back instead of letting his siblings see. If he ain't got the money to feed everybody. Yeah. In the video, towards the end of it, 
he uh, said, well, you know, bring the kid outside. He did. Oh, okay. He did say that. Okay. Well, I personally didn't watch the video because I didn't. I wanted to talk about the actual community part. Right. So outside of that actual event happening, I could care less. He did say that. But at that point, I felt like she was already too riled up about him not bringing enough food for everybody to eat. So Bless she was already pissed about what was going on. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like right. I don't know. I feel like it could. I don't know. It's a, it's a lot. There's but. no right or wrong way to do it. I just think that we should all get back to a village, a village, and building community. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Jazz. Jazz is our producer. Shout out, Jazz. For the facts. For the fact check. Uh. So we're gonna move on to current events. Current events. Yes. You yeah. want to do the heavy stuff first, or you want to do the lighter? Thing first. Let's get into the heavy so then afterwards we can go ahead and okay. take it back up. So the heavy. You take it away. Me? Roe versus okay. Wade. We're going to talk about it, y'all. We're going to talk about it. The Roe versus Wade. Y'all know about it. It got overturned and the people are upset. Mm-hmm. I'm upset. You upset? Yes. T upset. The women are upset. The men are upset. Everybody's upset. Some of men. Some of the men. Some of the women. So, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so, um, there's been a few things floating around in the air. Me and T kind of both ran across a fact that we didn't really know about. And we, I don't, I don't know. Do you know if it's still true or not? What was it? What are you about, talking about? Um, Roe versus Wade was first put into place because a white woman was raped by a black man. So, when I did my research, I couldn't find that. Like, whether that's true or not, y'all can let us know any hotels that support, you feel me? I'm sure y'all got us, or I'm just playing. You ain't got to be a hotel to know this information. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody that actually has uh, proof, primary sources that we can look at, right. let us know if Roe and Wade started because a white woman cried about being raped by a black man and she didn't want the baby. Right. Because that's something that we saw online, but we don't know if that's true. But what was... It's true that I saw was that there was a court case between a woman that was uh, was under the name as Jane uh, Jane Roe, mm-hmm. and so that's where you get Roe. And then the person that she was suing or having or whatever suing or defending herself against was uh, I think the Attorney uh, General Henry Wade, and so he is the one that initiated a ban on abortions, I believe, in Texas. And so she wanted to get an abortion. This she she basically this was, this would have been her third pregnancy, mm. and so she had two of them. The first one, uh, she gave it off to her mama. Her mama take care of it, and then mm. the second one she gave it to uh, uh, to adoption, mm. and then the third one she uh, was she felt as if she was unfit to take care of it, and so she wanted to abort it. Mm-hmm. But they had uh, things in, in order in Texas to where it was not legal to do so, and so she fought against it. Yes, and so that's where this case come, and, and she won the case. Uh, her lawyers were two other women that also used her as a stepping stone because they also were against uh, anti-abortion laws, mm-hmm. and so they won, They took her case so that they can fight against it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she won the case, uh, and that happened in, like, what, 1967? What was it? It happened a lot of years. I would say over 40 years ago it happened. Nineteen seventy one. Nineteen seventy one. Okay, so well, it's it ha- been a minute. We've been allowed to my body, my choice. Yeah, uh, and now it's up to states. Mm-hmm. 
to right. decide. Right. And so it's devastating because, you know, everybody wants to have their choice for mm-hmm. their body. I'm more devastated about women that are ill and can't healthily have babies because they may die giving birth. Or I just saw a post earlier today before I came, a lady was talking about how her baby is severely unhealthy inside of the womb. The baby is having seizures inside of the womb and she can feel it. But because Roe versus Wade was just overturned, it's no longer allowed for her to have an abortion. She has to go full term and give birth basically to mm. a baby that's not healthy. And the baby is still alive right now. But when the baby comes out, is the baby still going to be alive? Will she have to give birth to a still stillborn? Mm-hmm. Or will she then have to decide like, okay, am I going to raise a child that I know is severely ill and just wait till their time comes yeah. for them to leave? Or what am I going to do? Um, so I'm sick that women have to go through those things. It's devastating. It's mind changing. You want to talk about mental health. Imagine sitting there, you just watching TV and you know, your baby is seizing on the inside of you. Yeah. Like that's, that does something to your psyche. That is, you know what I'm saying? And it's nothing you can do about it. Mm -hmm. That's devastating. One thing a mother want to do is protect her seeds and you already feel as if you cannot protect it. Right alleviate that pain that the baby is already going through and it's not even here. That's so devastating. So like, you know, elections are coming up and mm-hmm. I really want to encourage you guys to get out there and vote your primaries. I yeah. I know Illinois is still going strong with allowing abortions. So, um, and I just read and it's crazy cause I work for CVS. Please get me out of there. I work for CVS, and I just saw on the shade room yesterday that CVS and Rite Aid are starting to cut back on Plan Bs that they're mm. putting on the shelves. So now they're coming after contraceptive, and um, that's kind of that's a little unfortunate. Stay stay as safe as y'all can. Um, at this point, protection is not a game. Because you don't want to, if you're in a state that doesn't allow abortions, I would suggest to try to cut back on that being a mistake as much as possible. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, if you out there doing it, make sure you you standing strong, that you really want to. It's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate that that even has to be the case. Yeah. But this is the reality that we're living in now. And until something happens where that changes again, we need to buckle down and be more intentional about who were in the bedroom with. Yeah. Um, and things like that. So my my well wishes to the people that do live in states. Yeah. Where abortion is banned. You know, the day that it got overturned, states was already shutting down Planned Parenthood. Yeah, they was thirsty. It was crazy. That's because they knew what was going on behind closed doors and they get to know this information way before the general public does. Yeah. And so it's sick as hell that y'all just was getting y'all ducks in order just so that y'all can easily hood once we get the news. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. So. <clears throat> and I saw something where they uh, used the analogy of, like, say uh, a 13-year-old wanted to adopt a baby. You go, you're like, oh, no, nah, you can't do that. 18-year-old go try to adopt a baby. Oh, no, nah, you can't do that. A 20-year-old go try to adopt a baby. Oh, no, nah, you can't do that. 
and then you and, and then you ask them why, and it says because there is a very rigorous process to having to adopt children. It is. But a thirteen year old get pregnant, she got to keep that baby. Right. So what makes her different? Then the 13-year-old that wanted to adopt a baby, wanted to have that responsibility. Mm. Uh, now, I'm not saying anybody should just be able to have children oh, yeah. and care for them because a lot of people are, are not fit to be parents. But it, there's no, it makes no sense for you to have these strict rules for people not to be able to take in children mm-hmm. but not have any type of rules. And you also took away the ability for people to make the choice to uh, not keep something that they can that they know they're not fit to have, mm-hmm. it just that don't make any sense to me. And so, these people, uh, the Supreme Court uh, justice, I I personally would say I would like to say, f you. I'm sorry, right. but f you for making this decision, an ill-advised decision. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why. What was it? Nine nine justice, or is it seven? It's a lot of them. It's it's it's, it's an odd number. So it's it's seven or nine. I believe I believe it's it's nine ju- uh, justice leaders because I feel like it was uh, six to three, the decision. You can fact check it, but I know it's an odd number. So it's seven or nine. Whoever whoever uh, those seven or nine people, f y'all. Simple as that. And I have to say, I mean, I think it has a lot to do with population control. Oh, seven, seven, seven to two. two, so it's nine. Yep. Um, I think it has a lot to do with population control. Um, people, people our age are not having babies as much as they would like us to. Mm-hmm. We're not buying houses as much as they would like us to. We're not. We're not creating debt. The economy enough as they would like us to. Like it's just population control at this point. So I think what you like is population control, but add more to it. It is to keep the rich rich and the poor poor. Mm-hmm. So. I'm really big on language. Um, if you really get, if you really become a nerd about the English language, you will understand the power that they instilled in just words. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so, mortgage, mort means death, mm-hmm. and like the English language was created based upon languages that were already created by natives. Mm-hmm. So, Latin, Greek, uh, Swahili, all of these different languages. English, the English people who are Europeans, who are the hell created actual English, mm-hmm. English. They took uh, derivatives from mostly Latin and then they made, I feel as if strategically they ensured that the words that they do create uh, mean something that uh, uh, also uh, contribute to the systems that are in place. Mm-hmm. And so mortgage means death of uh, uh, death of a person having to uh, like you're basically uh, when you when you get a mortgage, you're you're putting you're putting yourself in debt, but that's like uh, you're uh, you're killing uh, any chances of you to be to get out of it. Yeah. And that's why it's called mortgage. Mortgage is high, and like less people are buying houses, yeah. less people are having babies, and so we're not creating. We're we're getting further to becoming the rich instead of the poor, and that's not what they want us to do. Yeah. So whatever they they can do, they're going to put that there to, to ensure that they create that they keep that divide as far as possible, as wide as possible. Yeah, I think that all of this shit ha- it always stems down to racism and money, and hopefully, people will soon realize that all of these systems are put in place were based off of religion mm-hmm. and Christianity. Yeah, 
There is no such thing as separate, separating state from church, church from state. That does not exist. It's always been here. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, yeah, that was all I had to say on that topic. Yeah, well, I just want, you know, people to, you know, I don't know. It's scary. It's scary. And I just want people to feel like, you know, this is a safe space. You can talk about it. You can, you know what I'm saying? You can voice your opinion about how you feel about it. Um, my heart just goes out to those people that lives in states that, you know, it's just not allowed. And my heart goes out, speaking from the healthcare side, to doctors who will risk their license to help individuals because it's, it's coming back. Mm-hmm. It was here before people conducting illegal abortions. Mm-hmm. It's coming back. Yeah. And my heart just goes out to doctors and physicians who assist women in those situations. So, yeah. Now let, now that we got that tough topic out the way, mm-hmm. talk about your boy. Who my boy? My mind. He should have listened. Woo! That is not my boy. <laughs> oh, no. What they say, he should have listened to his mind is not his oh, body. <laughs> he should have listened to a lot of things, but Ira. That 30 piece. He got 30. 30 piece. I ain't going to lie. I think Extra he little pepper. Little, I, I think he should have got a little more. A little more? A little more razzle-dazzle. You know, they're not going to do that for sex, uh, anything that's a sex I abuse. I know, I know. So we got to take the 30. People out here saying that they wish he would have got less, though. Like, they they ass is saying free him. They've been saying free him since he's been in there. <laughs> this lady walked up to me today. She going to say, they gave R. Kelly 30 years. <laughs> I said, yeah. As they should. <laughs> what do you mean? Why are you standing here shaking your head? Girl, you got the wrong one. Not today. They gave him 30 years, as they should People have. are sick. And the fact that his attorney is talking about she's going to try to appeal it. Sick. Go to hell. And I saw something about like, oh, the reason R. Kelly did this stuff is because of his upbringing. Okay. He still did it. Yeah, he still did it. Let Make sure that y'all put your resources into him to ensure that he's getting... uh. Uh, what is it? What is it called? Rehabilitated properly. Yeah. Make sure he you, he in there being getting rehabilitated so that he can you know overcome his come upbringing. Out at Eighty years old. He'll be old. Fuck is you talking about? But I wonder how that is for like the attorney. Like, do you think that she actually like? How do they separate work from their own personal ideologies and beliefs? Like, do you think in real life she would really back this man up if it wasn't about winning the case? Or you think that like? I think it's the same as doctors. You gotta, it's, it's some hectic shit. You gotta separate. You gotta separate the mm-hmm. two. Yeah. So, you, so you don't think in real life this woman would be? He is not an offender. He is. I feel like a lot of defense attorneys definitely have to separate. So many crimes. I don't know that if I'd be able to separate it. I don't. I would be in there like he did it, and he needs to go to jail. <laughs> and I don't give a damn about this money. He you ain't going to get no clients after that. You ain't going to get no clients. I don't care. Murder, assault, like those things, like, what are we defending here? I mean, there are uh, some cases that were innocent. They're innocent, and they were still. said, mama, I'm they have sorry, to defend them. sorry, sorry, <laughs> He got out of jail. He has a TikTok. <laughs> I know. I saw it. I saw it. He said, mama, I'm sorry. No, 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 sorry. no, no, no. Don't be sorry. He said, said y'all, I'm sorry. 
all the things I've done. <laughs> oh my God! Now he remixing Adele, bro. Oh my goodness! But yeah, that man got the thirty piece. He did. You know what? People, the one thing that people love to talk about whenever they want to talk about R. Kelly again mm-hmm. is the parents. I'm getting tired of seeing it. That but you don't think they should be held accountable too, though? Yes, because he was charged with sex trafficking and well, racketeering. racketeering. Mm-hmm. And so that means there was a system put in place for him to be able to do these things. Mm-hmm. You're, it was just one person sex trafficking. It was a, a cycle of people going up right. a chain of command to get to the ultimate motherfucker, which is mm-hmm. R. Kelly. Uh, and like everybody should be knocked out. They all should get ears. That I think the people that was helping him get the flights, the people because R. Kelly can't read. Mm-hmm. Right. So anybody that was the people that signed the documents for him to be him and Aaliyah to be married, and she was a minor. I bet he was able to read that hoe. He immediately die. She'll marry her now. Are you what kidding she me? <laughs> he um, made sure he could read that day. I don't know. I just feel like you know. For me, did you watch? Did you watch Surviving R. Kelly? Yeah. Okay. So some of them parents in there, their daughters was young. Mm-hmm. You're sending your daughter, your young daughter, to an R. Kelly concert. Seems like you're ready. Why are you sending your daughter to a concert? And he's talking about seems like you're ready. Ready look, for what? Those to play, parents to color the coloring book. Those parents was some some different. Listen, I know a lot of secrets about. The older generation and both sides of my families. Mm -hmm. And I can never judge. The things that they found acceptable. Before we get to 19, 2000s, people, it was okay for people to fuck with the older niggas at McDonald's. No, you're absolutely right. In the South, people used to marry. It was socially okay. Yeah, it was, you're right. And then you had in uh, medieval ages where they were selling their daughters off. You get dowries. And it's like, that was legal. That was a part of their culture to do so. Mm-hmm. So you get now to us now, it's no longer acceptable socially and uh, politically. So it's a different story. So like, we can judge all we want, but like, it was accepted. It was acceptable then. Right. And I think uh, this is what I was, you know, me and my mom was talking about it yesterday when we found out that he got the 30 piece. Mm-hmm. I told my mom, I said, I think if he did these same actions, with people that were old enough to consent, mm-hmm. then maybe this wouldn't be lasting as long. No, maybe it just wouldn't be what it is. Like, I feel like this situation blew up about R. Kelly, uh, touching kids and stuff like that because they're kids. Mm-hmm. If it were older women that were within the age to give consent, cause you could say all day, Oh, well the 15 year old that I was messing with gave consent. They gave consent. They're not of legal age to give consent. Mm-hmm. So if these were older women that were giving consent, I don't think it would be such a big deal as it is now. I like mean, they probably would have been like, "Oh well, they gave consent. They're old enough to give consent. This is legal." Yeah. Whether he tied them up, roped them up, put tape over their mouth, made them pee in the bucket, like peed on them, like maybe they got a fetish for. You know what I'm saying? That's older people, though. Yeah. But I feel like this is a big deal because we're talking about minors. I mean, it was molestation. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Facebook and lovers of R. Kelly. <laughs> he molested children, teenagers. <laughs> Literally, though. Literally. Literally. The conversation has always, the parents need a bet. They, the parents can go to jail and R. Kelly at right. the same time. They can all go to jail. But it don't change what R. Kelly did. 
Lord. The parents going to jail. Don't let R. Kelly off the hook for his actions. Mm-hmm. They just both gonna be sitting in prison, holding hands. But you, y'all already know this. Y'all watch Criminal Minds. Y'all, y'all watch Law and Order. Y'all know that they want the big fish. They got right. to use what they have to get R. Kelly. He's the big fish to them. Right. That's why he's in jail, and these parents are not. Those parents probably got uh, deals. I testify, I do this, I don't spend, I don't, I just get probation. No, I don't do right, time. Right, right. Those people that helped him, they probably did the same thing. That's why you're not in jail. Y'all were watching this stuff and thought it was, oh, that's smart. Or, oh, yeah, take that deal when it's criminal minds, when it's on TV and right. fi- uh, fi- uh, fiction. But, but when it's real life, life, y'all make it seem as if y'all don't understand how these systems are and how things work. Right. That's how it worked. The right. nigga is gone. The parents are here. Right. Let it go. Right. It's not free. No, no free dude. Let Keep it doing. Go. Let it go. Literally. But, but yeah. I think, you know, I think R got what he deserved. Not I think R. R. Ara. <laughs> you don't know him. R. Ara. I think he got what he deserved, you know. Yeah. It, it is what it is. And uh, I hope, you know, they don't let him off like Bill. Bill um, posted something on Instagram. Girl. Don't Ugly even. as hell with them chicken he legs. He said about some. He said about some. He, what he say? Something about something about vision. He said, <laughs> at least that's what my wife thinks. <laughs> Nigga, we knew this whole time. Yeah, that's you on the see. couch, cooped up like this. Right. With some, some orange fit on. Oh with the my daddy. God. He had the daddy hoochie shorts on. Ooh, he had the daddy the hoochie daddy shorts on. But Bill, they let Bill out though. I hope they have the same attorneys. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, R. Kelly picked up the same one that got that's him off. Cr- yeah, he let his same guy. Yeah. Put them on. Wow. Oh, bro, I saw something on Twitter. Speaking of this, R. Kelly, before we get off of it, I saw something on Twitter where they was talking about Michael Jackson. And they was talking about, like, oh God. The, 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 the the court uh, cases, he the two court cases he had with molestation. Right. And so the, the, the tweet went viral, and it was basically saying, like, how he, uh, the FBI came out and said that he never did this shit, mm-hmm. right? And he beat all his cases. And so... Uh, I was going through the threads just to see, because the threads on Twitter is always the funniest. Mm-hmm. I go through the threads, and I saw this one person uh, saying like, oh, now what if this whole time R. Kelly didn't never do it? There's videos of him doing this stuff. What if... There's proof. What if we can later on make a tweet about R. Kelly because uh, he was acquitted. He ain't do none of this stuff. And so me, I commented. And I trolled his ass. I said, thank you for letting me know to never have my kids around your ass. Literally. And so he blocked me. Ooh. Because <laughs> I went back and I saw, like, I got a couple likes on my shit. And I was like, dang, I can't see nothing he posted. And it's because he blocked me. Dang. And I was just like, the, y'all are sickos. Is that true that I always get blocked on Twitter? Yeah. I'm, I'm Somebody always blocking me. Yikes. Well. Lil' Chemo, man, unblock me, bro. I, All right. Not Lil' Chemo. <laughs> anyway okay um yeah so hopefully ara don't get out sorry to anybody who's not on the same page but he need to be in jail and that's just that on that and y'all stay away from my kids if y'all want him out yeah and people be oh but he makes such great music mm, when you know what he's in jail for and you listen to the music that he's made the two are cohesive and how could you separate that? You so that was the thing separating the music from the artist. Right. That became a a, a question with the R Kelly surviving R Kelly thing, and so like me, because people was trying to check me about uh Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. and I'm like he beat his case. What do y'all want me to do? Right. 
because that's what y'all leading was is R. Kelly beat the peeing case, so he ain't do it, mm-hmm. right? So Michael Jackson beat his case. <clears throat> R. Kelly did not. They are not in the same right. light and both. One is guilty and one is found guilty. Our, Michael Jackson also does not have music that insinuates anything about age. I don't know any, unless you can prove me wrong, because I will feel like I know a lot of his songs. That man's ain't got shit about age. Ain't nothing but a number. Right. You might be young. What'd he say? But, um, what'd he say? Ready. I know young and ready. Nasty and ready. Just nasty. All I know is... You he like little kids. You know, you, you can't separate the art from the music when you, this man is literally telling you I'm making songs about younger individuals. And it was, it was him going to Kenwood and standing outside of Kenwood recruiting people, going to the malls, looking for little girls. That's weird. Yeah. And if you don't think that's weird, you're, you're weird. You're weird. Period. Right. Period. Okay. Period. I mean, that's Period. It. Oh. You're weird. And you need mental evaluations immediately. Go get you a therapist. Okay. So we're going to move on to music. Period. <laughs> did you check out the Chris Brown album? I did. I listened to it. Before you give any details, mm-hmm. rate it. Ooh, you don't scale want of 10. To, you don't want me to do that. 10 being a classic. One, zero being. Uh, zero being the worst. 10 being the best. Yeah. That's what you want to do. I, I like to say album, I like to label albums as classic. If it's classic, so 10 is classic. That's the highest you can get. It's not a classic. Okay. So what is it? 10 being hot booty. I mean, zero being hot ass trash. 10 being okay. Five being mediocre. Okay. Five is mediocre. Okay. Um, I'm a, you, I gotta, I gotta rate it first before I give. Any before you details. give any details, give it a rating. Then explain your rating. I'm going to say, you know, I like Chris. Yeah, you are a Chris Brown fan. I'm a Chris Brown fan. Chris is making me sad. I'm going to give it a, like a 6.57. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to give it like a 6.57. Okay. And is that because you have other Chris Brown projects that you deem to be? You know what's crazy? Everybody hated the long albums, and I love them. Heartbreak on a full mute. Full Moon, I loved. I loved it. I loved it. I feel like this album, Chris was trying to give us the old Chris that everybody's been asking for so bad. Tamaya, you can get out the door. Keep going. <laughs> I'm sick of you. <laughs> I feel like he was trying to really give us the old Chris that everybody's been asking for, been begging for. And The old Chris was on the, the two long albums? The Bibles that he got. I never said I wanted the old Chris back. No, I'm saying, do you think that he was on that? I don't I don't think so. I don't know if Christopher Maurice Brown can ever give us the old Chris. Not the government. Yes. Okay. I don't know if he can ever give us the old Chris. I don't know if he can ever give us running. I don't know if he can ever give us wall to wall. I don't know if we'll ever get that Chris back. And I don't think nothing is wrong with that. I think his artistry has just taken a different path. But what I will say is that. People walking around, this is this uh new Chris Brown album is baby making music. No, the hell is not. <laughs> and if you say that, you need a psychological evaluation as well. Damn, so they gotta go where the R. Kelly people went. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you are a mental health facilities and you know you need you hear me, yeah. hit us up. You give us not that out. psychological evaluations are a joke either, because that is it's not. not. But I'm just saying, 
Um, people are really, this is baby making music. This is the best Chris Brown. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, I'm, I got tickets to the concert. Yeah. August 4th, uh-huh. Chicago, Tenney Park, Amphitheater. I'm going. Okay. I ain't going. I'm going, and I'm hoping and praying. Now, this is supposed to be, we supposed to be paying for Chris Brown and Lil Baby. Mm-hmm. If Lil Baby is not coming to Chicago, because there was speculations or Chris Brown said, we still don't know if Lil Baby is coming to Chicago, whatever. Mm-hmm. If it's just going to be Chris, I hope he don't only sing the songs on this album. I hope he put a little keep coming from wall. I feel like I feel like if Lil Baby can't make it, he he will bring other people. Somebody gonna I come. I hope on. so. He might bring a Chicago. Because we paying to see Chris Brown and Lil Baby. So yeah. you gotta make up for the Lil Baby missing. Right? I'm sure he's probably gonna make sure that somebody in Chicago can come out. Well, I hope that he give us a little something. Some song. I wasn't really impressed. How did you feel though about the album? You listened to it. Well, you know, I ain't been a fan of Chris Brown since his first, I would say, first three to four projects, I pretty much stopped after fame. Because you don't like pop. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of pop from R&B artists. Mm-hmm. If you're a pop artist, cool. But if you're an R&B artist, they kind of, it was like a weird point of, point of time where you had all the biggest R&B artists that wanted to make pop tracks. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's because they wanted to get that white audience. Right. But, it was like a like Chris Brown's yeah three times yeah, yeah everything sounded yeah. like that. It was like EDM R and B. But are you really a versatile artist if you can't reach all audiences? I think that whatever your niche is, if that doesn't reach people outside of who it reaches, then okay. uh, you need to focus on that a little bit more before you want to jump in other bags. Because right. Summer Walker, she is one of the biggest R and B artists today. And she ain't never changed her style. Mm-hmm. And I think that she, w- what she is doing right now is great as far as, like, the stats that she broke with the last oh, uh, still over it. Mm-hmm. Like, that just only means that she is her – she's growing and she's reaching more than just – because I'm sure black people were not the only ones streaming still over it for it to break the record that it did. And so I think that you should key in on what your niche is first before you want to hop in other bags. And Chris Brown, Usher, Neo, uh, who else? Uh, Trey Songs, all the male R&B artists, they kind of seem like they went on this weird turn to wanting to do pop music, but it's, it just sounded like R&B EDM in my ears. Like, Bottoms Up, uh, Yeah, Three Times, Usher, uh, he did a lot of them. He did... Uh, good kiss. What do you good, kiss, uh, good kisser. Uh, what's some other? I hate his pop songs. Uh, Why? Because he made R and B hip hop songs that could have been placed of those weak ass pop songs. Not but weak. those pop songs are some of his most streamed songs ever. Because right. YouTube at the time was very was on an up rise and was popular, and so people was eating Usher songs up right. on YouTube. Uh ooh, what's that one song, Jazz? I'm I always freaking forget. How it go, and then I gotta go right to YouTube because YouTube ate that song up. Right, all the like Beyonce did the same thing. Single ladies. So Do what's I, your what's your rating on the Chris Brown album? The Chris Brown album, I'm gonna give it a six point five seven yeah. two. Yeah, and and you know me, I'm not a uh, a fan of his, but I appreciate it 
how uh, strong his vocals were throughout the entire project. Mm-hmm. Like every song, he uh, he had very strong vocals, right. but the songs per uh, the beats felt. I feel like the beats they matched whatever artist was featured. the The album was heavily featured. Heavily. There was nothing Chris Brown. It was almost every song had a feature. Uh, there was, you know, me, I think his type of R&B is funky. I don't know if it's because he grew up in Virginia and immediately moved to L.A. and lived there for a lot of his life. But, like, L.A. R&B is a little funky. And it got, like, this just, this je ne sais quoi about it, where it's, like, it's not soulful R&B, like how down south artists are. It's more, like, always up-tempo. Yeah. Y'all need to sit down. She's talking to the bunnies. I be trying to keep the bunnies here with us, but they be wanting to be misbehave at the wrong time. They're so cute to look at, though. But, okay. <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever get old Chris back. Uh, I could appreciate him. I don't want old Chris back. I want new Chris, but new Chris to lock in and learn what R&B is, soulful R&B is. I don't, I don't, I don't think he got it in him. And like, yeah, everybody eating this album up. Yeah. And that's fine, but this is not R&B to me. But everything was just like hitting the fan. The verses that just came out. And what's your favorite song off the project? I like the two that was already out. Oh, really? Warm Embrace. Iffy. And Iffy. Shout out Eric Bellinger. I like I like the feature with uh Closure uh, with her. That's with her, right? The Closure song. Okay. I don't like that song. Oh. <laughs> That's one of they I don't like I'm starting not to like LMA. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. LMA, her accent's starting to come out when she's singing. I'm... Dang, she's she can't be native, damn. But you know they say like when you when you have an accent, normally you don't hear it when in, in the music. Or like if you're an actor, like for example, Idris Elba. Uh huh. You don't hear his accent when he's acting. I mean, I guess voice. No, he can, he can change his. But right. when you sing it, it's a little different. You kind of don't. Ella hear. may be hitting us with a few nasally, uh, and I be maybe you uh, just don't like the way she's singing. It ain't the accent. Uh, don't, uh, don't be on that with her uh, accent. Oh no, I just. Uh, uh, That's fine. It's kind of bad. It's kind of bad, but she not giving me pity that Buddha. She not giving me that no more. She not giving me fun. They grow. They not, not gonna keep giving you that same stuff. She's not growing to me. Really? She's not growing. We've been getting the same consistent Ella. She well, this is her. Lady she just too. put out her software Ella. album. She got an old lady name, Ella. Lead this woman alone. I'm sorry. I love you, Ella May. You're beautiful. She's beautiful. She's a beautiful woman. She's but she don't like her accent. I didn't say I don't like her accent. I don't you don't like, like her to hear when music. it's when it's okay. Yes. What's your favorite song off the album, though? Well, you know, I'm I, I need the R and B. So my favorite song is probably Pitch Black for right now. Okay. That one is the only one I feel like I'm gonna give the album one more listen because I don't. This is not something like Chris Brown music. I don't ever go to it in my car. Like I just go to the song when you know you just click on something you right. want to listen to. I've right. never done that for Chris Brown. At when I stopped being that big fan of his, right. I, his music is just don't have that authenticity in it when it comes to how I feel right. when I close my eyes and listen to some soulful R and B. Right. He ain't got it. He ain't got it. No, 
But pitch black is the closest thing that I can say where I can close my eyes and I'm like, okay, I could do that. But all the other shit, like his vocals were strong, but he sounded like he was screaming at me. Right. Like, fuck it up, girl, you know what it is, girl. <laughs> Instead of, fuck it up, girl, you know what it right, is, girl. Right, right, like, right. you can... He's, he's- like, Extending. Yeah, I don't Extending. really. Need, yeah, you feel me? So yeah. So let me ask you this: since we on the topic of R and B, what would you like to have more like Luther Vandross? No. Oh, okay. No. All right. That's it. And next, no. there is so much R and B out there that is great. That you don't we, like Luther Vandross? No, I do, but I don't want y'all to go back to that old, outdated sound. Oh, we got it already. Not we can go. You know, we can go into the archives and go look, look up some Vandross. But okay. we have a lot of R&B artists today that we can consume that sounds good and give us R&B. R&B. I love old school. I love it too, but we don't need that. We need y'all to no longer sample and rely on samples, and let's get us some R&B, okay? Check out Ombre's 3000 Degrees album if y'all need some R&B, okay? Period. That whole project, good. All right. All right. So now that we talked about the Chris Brown one, I want to ask you, I want to play Devil's Advocate and ask you a question. Because we just talked about R. Kelly. When do you decide to to forgive somebody you don't know? So, like, Chris Brown obviously went through the thing with abuse uh, with Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, he puts out a movie, talk about his side finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I would like to say Rihanna seems as if she forgave him. Mm-hmm. And so, like, this entire time his career never was able to, you know, reach legendary status, like, in, in real time for us to see it. So like we see, we saw Beyonce walk into her icon status. Mm-hmm. I can't necessarily say he is on the same iconic status as Beyonce is mm-hmm. <clears throat> because of the shit that he's done when he was very young. Mm-hmm. Like Twitter, Facebook, social media gonna always tell you move on from it. Shiva gave him. Uh, y'all need to let that go. My question is, when do you forgive somebody one that you don't know but is public? Uh, knowledge about something that they've done as like as harsh as abuse towards a, a woman or anybody. When do you forgive them for that? As a fan? Yeah. As a fan. I don't think I could ever forgive like Chris and Rihanna situation. Uh-huh. I don't think I've ever forgiven that. I think, I don't think it's my place to forgive that. Uh-huh. Quite frankly, I think Chris Brown has said his piece on it. Mm-hmm. I can't recall Rihanna speaking out on it since the Oprah Winfrey interview that she did years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't say I've never heard her say or not say that she has or hasn't forgiven him for what he did. Um, I don't know if they're, if they communicate today or not, but what I will say is I think Chris is extremely apologetic about what he did. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I think it ate him up. Mm-hmm. Cause after that situation, that wasn't the last time that he got into trouble. I mean, he went to Good Morning America, and we heard the whole thing about him, you know, throwing the chair into the mirror and behind the stage. Yeah, and he specifically said to them before the interview, you know, don't talk about the Rihanna situation. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, and they brought it up anyway. So then he made headlines again for anger management. Yeah, he needs anger management. He needs anger management. And so I think that Chris has done the work. As far as when it comes, I don't think he ever wants to be seen in that light again. Yeah. Of abusing a woman. 
He's talked about it multiple times, how he saw his mother abused yeah. growing up. I think that Chris is sincere in that it was an honest mistake and that they both did their wrongs in the situation. Rihanna has even admitted that, you know, maybe she shouldn't have antagonized, right? Antagonized him. And I think Chris is extremely apologetic about it. If for whatever reason I felt like he wasn't, he was like, like how the baby be the baby. He be, he don't be apologetic about none of his stuff and people still support him. And I think they're mentally ill. I think they're sick. <sighs> and another one. I'm sorry. Anytime you support somebody that is a menace to society and does is is not remorseful about it and never apologizes, something is wrong with you. Mm-hmm. What you what are you saying about your character anyway? Um, I just think that you know Chris is extremely remorseful about it, and so have is it have I forgiven him? So to say, he didn't do it to me, mm-hmm. but I think. The genuineness is what allows me to, the genuineness behind his apology is what allows me to continue to be a fan for him because I don't think he will ever make that same mistake again. So I, he's going on a press run mm-hmm. to market the project mm-hmm. and he doesn't really do interviews and I'm sure, pretty sure it's because of his past right. with interviews. Right. So he went on Drink Champs, that's something that I watch a lot, mm-hmm. and he went uh, to talk with Big Boy and I, so I watched both of those pro, uh, interviews mm-hmm. and he said something interesting as uh, they talked about his issue with Drake and how they meant that. So they questioned him, said, how did y'all get to that point? And he was really like, oh, you feel me? I really wasn't tripping too much. Like, if we see him, we see each other, like, cool, whatever. Uh, the issue wasn't that deep to me. It was really like, I be chilling, but when niggas want to bring action to me, shit, I be ready. It, it's, right. it's whatever. Mm-hmm. And I and I like that shit. He said, I like that shit when y'all really be coming towards me because right. I want to react. Like, I want to get into that shit mm-hmm. type shit. And so I don't personally know if when I see somebody say something like that, that only means in my ears, like, yes, I'm cool, calm and collected. But when you bring trouble to me, I like it. And I'm because I, I want to react to it. I think that's his ego talking. And I that's great. That's, I think that's any nigga. I and that's great. Any male. You step to them, they're going to step back and they're going to be ready for action. I think that's any, any dude would say that, I think. And that's great. Because it's a masculinity competition at that point. It's their egos. Who dig bigger? You know what I'm saying? Knowing that you had this past that you've had, you probably shouldn't say things like that. Well, I mean, that's up to him and his... uh, Publicists? Yeah. You probably... Y'all need to have a conversation. Don't say that again. Okay. (laughs) Don't say that again. But yeah, man. Uh, That that Chris Brown project, y'all go check it out. It's all right to me. Yeah. Uh, The BT Award performances. Right. Now... Santana. Who else got ass like, like this? Who else that shit fire as hell? Like this? Who else make a ma- now? They trolling him though. I'm sure they are because he talked about blue ivy hair and he sampled Beyonce Beyonce song. Yeah, he 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 was on social media standing on that shit too. And I, I mean, and I I fuck with it because it just shows how much of a a facade social media anger is. Like that shit is like used to market now. Like whatever anger is at, that's what we finna. Oh yeah, y'all mad about this? Okay, we finna keep plastering that in y'all faces so we can keep getting clicks and money. Yeah, I know you like my booty, 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 booty. booty. And I think he bought into it because he kept saying, "Whatever, y'all trying to tell me what I need to do? Apologize, all that shit. Watch this. He went on stage to. He went on stage. Motherfucker still singing his shit, going right, crazy. Right. He going, he on the BT Awards. Motherfucker still singing his shit, right. going crazy. He like it's because this shit is a fucking facade. I don't need to go apologize. I think a lot of people had a lot to say about 
blue ivy's hair when it was first. Yes, a lot of people were very evil and mean towards that lady, that young woman. It looks great. It's long. She's starting to look more like her mama. Thank you, God. Okay, so the BTOR performances... I think Saucy Santana had the best one. I'm just lying, but he his was the most lit in no, my opinion. Don't you lie? <laughs> he didn't have the best one, but it was my favorite. It I was think amongst he my good. favorite. No, he looked good. He he ever since he got signed, because I saw that he said that he said I know I, I know I'm getting signed. I got that once I get that backing, I'm going. You see me? Because he was on tour Lotto and he saw that Lotto had choreography and dancers, right. and she was like, he was like, oh shit, my little one two step with just the mic ain't they, enough. They doing it. And so he I knew. Yes, I think he is a star to making. Once this homophobia shit really be, uh, goes far to the left, and these artists can really break themselves out, Saucy Santana gonna be amongst the top. That nigga makes some good music, mm-hmm. and he really understands our uh, artistry, performance, and how important that stuff is. And I feel like he already got the it factor. Mm-hmm. He already got it. I lo- I love Saucy Santana. Yeah, I like him too. Yeah. Uh. Now, money long. We got to talk about it. Because I, I, t- I sent you the link earlier in the week bro, for you to watch it. She said. Now, now this is this is the first time I've seen money long perform on, like, a big stage. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got hours and hours. We got time machine. He, he. <laughs> I wish I had a time machine. So, so, so uh, Okay. She's got a few records, few records now that we could that she could possibly find yeah. at the BT Awards. She sang that one. She started off with that one, right. and then went to Hours and Hours, and then at the end asked the crowd to do that. <laughs> now I'm mad <laughs> because all this time we've been wanting to hit a he he, uh huh, publicly. Yeah, and she ain't did it. She did. Tamaya, she. To me, all the hard parts in the song. Now, on the record, Money Long sounds much higher than, like, in person. When she was singing live, I feel like her notes were a lot lower. Really? Yeah. I thought she was pitchy as hell. I thought she was singing it too like, high of a register for no, what the song was. I, well, I don't know. Maybe this is just, you know, you a little different because you got a music ear. But for me, I think she was singing a lot lower than... What the records sound like, you know, that you listen to in your car, that you listen to in your headphones. I don't know, but. I'm not going to disagree. I think that what might have been a higher pitch in my ear could have just been her straining her voice to hit certain things. Maybe that's She sounded like she I was straining. I thought she sound bad. I did. See, I watched it again today before, so because I knew we was going to talk about this. I knew right. we was going to talk about her performance. So I watched it again just so I can give it a second listen, make sure I wasn't just. Right. She don't sound. She did not sound good throughout the entire project. She yeah. just had decent moments. They weren't great moments, but they were decent. What the hell was the flamenco dress? I thought that was good. I didn't like that. I thought the whole visually it was a it was a good performance, but sonically it was not. So like them being as if it, that was her dress, right. and then coming out, I thought that was cool. I mean that part is cool, but like afterwards, okay, get them off the stage. Why we gotta keep on? Because she was just standing alone, so she wanted movement around her. Is she just okay, gonna stand alone? Okay, but she should have did something else. That wasn't it. I don't. Yeah, sonically, it wasn't a good performance at <laughs> that all. Wasn't I, <laughs> that wasn't it. That wasn't it. I not for the BET Awards. And I mean, we need to talk about the BET Awards because I feel like there was an attack on certain artists there. 
Like who, Gibeon? Gibeon. Oh, these. I said, whoa. I think I really think something was wrong with BT's sound engineers or their sound system. Fire them. Fire all. Fire them. Cancel BT Awards. I'm sorry. Fire them. I don't want to see a BT Awards ever again in my life if it's. Speaking of cancel the BT Awards, I saw a TikTok post about a girl. Oh, she was saying, I think it's time we cancel the BT Awards because how did Jack Harlow? Yeah. Win an award. Cancel BET Awards. This is the Black Excellence Black Excellence Award Show. And Jack Harlow. Cancel the BET okay. Awards. We got it. Speaking of performances, B2K has been performing online. They've been showing out. They've been exposed. Uh, Marion is getting called out. Apparently, Fizz and what's the other dude's name? They, 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 they Book. Book. J-Book. They the, they the runners of the show. Omarion is not. You heard it here first. They've been going crazy. What you think? I think there was a lot of, it, there there had to have been a lot of truth in what J-Book was saying. Uh, Omarion, I never like thought that he was a humble and whatever person. Um, I And I think that like a lot I think that the verses, if that would have never happened and they would have just said what they said about Amarion, it would have been like, y'all lying, whatever. But seeing that verses and seeing how much that man was struggling, Mm -hmm. was uh, egotistic about Marion whooping his ass, Mm -hmm. all those excuses he was giving himself. Mario, Mario, I'm sorry. Mario was whooping Amarion's ass in that verses, Mm -hmm. and um, Amarion was giving himself so many excuses for why things was going on. Instead of just accepting defeat, and I really believe there is like some a lot of truth in what J. B. Boog and uh, Fizz was saying. Right. Uh, so now, some of the things they were saying was, okay, okay. Marion was a bully. Uh, he was thirsty for fame. The record label still wasn't feeling B. Two K, even though they had a Marion in the group. A Marion wasn't present at most times during the recording sessions of the album. Steve Russell was singing mainly all the leads in the first album. J-Boog did, in fact, sang the hook on their first number one record, Bump, Bump, Bump. J-Boog sang the first verse on Single Girlfriend. Uh, Amarion was hurt and broke up the band over a girl. Amarion was in debt in the year 2018, reasons why he begged the BT, uh, B2K members to do a reunion tour. Amarion was getting jealous of J-Boog since he's taken over the second album and fans were paying more attention to him. Amarion broke up the group over a girl. Well... Who is the girl? It ain't, it ain't April. <laughs> it ain't April. Uh, April and Fizz, Amarion and April. Well, let me be honest. My history repeating I itself. No, I ain't no Fizz. I ain't no Fizz until Love and Hip Hop. I mean, we didn't really grow up on B2K. I don't think we did either. I think the cousins that was before us did. So and like, then. Like, like the 30s. Like people that's in their 30s right now? Yeah. Okay. They grew up on B2K. I would say 30s and late 20s. They grew up on BTK. We did it. B2K. Well, yeah, I grew up on Amarion. I ain't know Lil Fizz till Love and Hip Hop. I had no idea who he is. I have no idea who the rest of them is. Now, I could say in, in terms of boy bands who I did grow up on, Pretty Ricky. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of Pretty Ricky. They were, yeah, they were right with each other. So it's crazy well, that Pretty Ricky was what you... And I feel like you. we probably grew up on Pretty Ricky. Because the B2K was a Cali, you know, that funky-ass R&B. 
Right. I know I know more I know more pretty Ricky than I know B2K. Juking parties was big in Chicago, that's why. Okay, maybe. We ain't playing no B2K when I'm trying to grind on me on the floor. Yeah. Okay, sorry. But that V2K shit was hilarious. Uh, Omarion wanted to flex and say, oh, sorry, I'm just not getting back and seeing that y'all, my background dancers were talking shit about me. I was at a photo shoot. Okay. Nigga, they, he said a lot. I need for you to defend yourself. Right. He said a lot. I don't know if Omarion can defend himself. That stuff is probably true. I think it's true. It probably is. If not all the way true, it's close to being true. But yeah. Y'all They've get that taken care of. No, they, uh, uh, Riz, is it Raz? Raz, Raz. his ass posted on Insta, uh, on t- uh, Instagram too, and said that Amarion is not in the group anymore. He was kicked out, and right, he had right, right. He had showed, so he's no longer part of B two K. He can't claim that shit anymore. Maybe that's why he didn't acknowledge it. I don't know. Good luck the to y'all. May never know, but that's sad. Yeah, they just had because those I, I did want to go to the reunion tours. Uh, Didn't they go on? Was they not on the millennial tour? They were the ones that started the millennial tours. B two K, I believe. But was Omarion there with the rest of them or no? No, he was. So the first one that they did, that's what J Book said. Omarion was broke, and that's mm-hmm. when he was pitched it to them like, "Let's do this," mm-hmm. and so they did it. But then Fizz and April started fucking around, and mm-hmm. so he didn't want to continue on with B two K after he used them to get back. Into right. the spotlight. Right, right, right. Fizz in April. He was like, I ain't fucking with y'all no more again. And then he just been doing his own shit now. Mm. But yeah. Good luck, uh, good luck with y'all and all y'all endeavors. Hopefully um, they figure it out. Uh, so let's tackle this mental health thing. What's something that you feel like? Weren't we, we were talking about what last week? Oh, uh, we were saying that when like you're, when things are not aligned in your life according to how you want them to be, it affects your mental health and your relationships around you. Like whether it be a spouse, a friend, you go to work with a different attitude. You don't really want to be bothered with nobody. You don't really want to be touched. Get off me. Let alone have sex with somebody. Go over there on your side. Mm -hmm. Let me be over here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so, like, I guess we just subconsciously just, like, go through our daily, you know, emotions. But you don't really realize, like, oh, maybe I do need to sit down and maybe talk about this. Because, like, for me, I'm in search of a new job, right? Mm-hmm. My current job, I really don't like it. I hate it. Sorry to you. But that's the reality. I hope y'all don't fire me for saying that on camera. But anyway, um, I don't like it. If they want to fire me. It is what it is. I don't like it. Um, I don't like it. Okay. One more time for the people in the back. Heavy on. Heavy on the don't like. Okay. <laughs> Extra don't like. Okay. If it was pickles, cover the sandwich and don't like. Okay. Um. Anyway. Oh, the company name. <laughs> nah. I don't know. <laughs> she she said it with her chest. I she said I, it on her chest. She'd I be said right. what I said. She'd be all right. Nene Leaks said what I said. <laughs> um, but since I am in the process of trying to find a new job, money is Look. not moneying. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it has an effect on, you know, like, what you do. Like, I've been sleeping. I'm tired. School is like a second thought right now. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm trying to figure out like, okay, 
what I, what I need to do, what I need to do. Like hanging out with my friends is like I don't. First of all, I don't have the money to hang out with friends right now. Yeah. And then secondly, it's like you don't even have the mental energy to even go. You 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 want me to go to the club and drop it like it's hot, and and I'm trying to figure out how to get this money by tomorrow. Yeah. That's hard. If I went out with you to the club and I'm trying to figure out how to get this money by tomorrow, I'm spending money on drinks. I'm gonna be depressed after we leave the club. I'm gonna be sad in the club. So you were you were in survival mode. And it's hard to even enjoy yourself during survival mode because of what's there for you to survive. Right. And so, like, you know, um, friends, I mean, friends be upset that you don't want to go out. Yeah. But, like, you really not feeling it. Yeah. If you're not feeling it and you're not up to it, I don't want to come out and crash out party. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like sometimes, you know, and me and my boyfriend was talking about this. Shout out to you, babe. I love you. Um, Aww. Uh-huh. <laughs> Head ass. <laughs> Um, me and my boyfriend was talking about this because, you know, sometimes if, if stuff is not going well with your personal life, it rub off into your relationship. Like you just be like, don't want to be, don't want to be bothered. Maybe you don't want to talk. Maybe the conversation is not flowing how you want it to because you just got stuff stirring up in your mind. Them legs closed. Legs closed. You got on your grandma drawers. <laughs> don't touch me. Don't Gone. You know what I'm saying? Not that I'm having sex, mom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Somebody, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Mom, I told my mother, I said, we're grown. We're having grown people conversation. So don't get on the podcast. Tell me, oh, Lizzie, Lizzie, why would you say that? Lizzie, we're not, we're not doing that. She know I don't do nothing. Girl, please. So, yeah. I got this sweat trembling down my. You will be okay. It's hot as hell. It's hot as hell, but I'm just. I'm perfectly I'm, fine. <laughs> shut up with this hoodie on. I'm perfectly fine, but continue. But yeah, um, so yeah, mental health. We were just talking about how mental health. Check into your your brain. Get centered with yourself. Understand that the things that you're going through in life may have an effect on how you react. talk to other people, react, and if you find that you know that is the case. Let those people know ahead of time, like, yo, I'm really having a hard time right now. I'm not feeling it. Communicate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I always tell my boyfriend, like, if I ain't got enough sleep, you know I'm going to be cranky. So one word, one breath, I'm going to end up going off. So don't breathe wrong or it's going to be a bad situation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't do it. So I have to tell him ahead of time, babe, I didn't get enough sleep. So we want to get this ice cream and we coming back. Okay. Well, that's tough for me. I got asthma. What that got to do with it? I already breathe wrong. <laughs> Shout out to my asthmatic people. Are you kidding? Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, so like, I just wanted to say that to everybody. Like, just, you know, really, if you're in a relationship with people or you have a friend or whatever, acknowledge the fact that life changes can change how you treat people, how you, um, how you see things, how you go about responding to stuff. Mm-hmm. So check yourself. And when you check yourself, when you realize that about yourself, make sure you tell other people. So yeah, they know, like, yeah. this ain't nothing personal. I stand with that message. I agree with that message. Yeah. Same, same as you. Yeah. Job search, been a real lengthy time. Dominican did not prepare us for this. I mean, definitely did not. Prepare us. I, I ain't even gonna get. I ain't even gonna try to be devil's advocate. Definitely did not. 
I was not prepared. They gave us the handshake. They told us to update our LinkedIn. But like, you know how some people, they, they go to school and they come fresh out of school. Job. Secured. Yeah. No questions asked. No, it's not. It's, it's not just the white people. It's also, like, people that go to HBCUs, I feel like this, this is a perk. I, right. Gee, she's she all irritated. That's true, that's true. Irritated. I feel like, I, I don't know if it's a networking thing in yeah. HBCUs or what it, it is, is, but a lot of them come fresh out of school and they got the bag secure. And I mean good jobs. Not no, not no, oh, we're just making, they be making bank. So is it your fault that you chose the school that you went to that does not have a great network? I mean, maybe, maybe that, maybe that could be the case. But I'm saying that I think Dominicans should have did a better job of like, because I don't feel like it's just us that has struggled with this. I feel like a lot of kids that have graduated from Dominican started out with a job that they really didn't care for, really don't like, and so really don't pay well. Um, I think there's a plethora of uh, reasons for why after post graduation can be a tough journey for people. I can only speak for myself because I'm the only one that went through my journey. Mm -hmm. I can't speak for everybody else. So your story is yours. Mm -hmm. I personally think that my professors, the ones that were for my major, shout out Dave, Mm -hmm. shout out Bill, you two, I think y'all pretty much gave me necessary information Mm -hmm. to where now that I have been in this, uh, been a part of a job search, I understand a lot more of the things that they were trying to say. Mm -hmm. So, cause like Dave, he took uh, one class to try to teach us how to do our, our taxes as an artist. Mm. And I don't know how many other universities do that because the graphic design program is not the, it's not the biggest when, I, when you think of like a, a major in universities that don't have an, a huge graphic design program from everybody. Mm-hmm. And Dominican was very small. I think we only graduated with 20 to 25 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had 25, 25 major uh, graphic design majors <clears throat> and so he had a small group of people to teach and i think he taught us the you can only teach so much in four years mm-hmm. it took many years just to figure out the whole subject of science many years for math right. and you're trying to teach that all in four years you can only do so much so i think college is really just a uh um a table of contents it's not the it's not each page to read. It's mm-hmm. just the table of contents. Right. And as you get inside the the work field, that's where you get to read each page. Mm-hmm. And so sorry, but you have to learn experience on the job. Right. Which is stupid for uh when when the practice of interviewing is I need you to have experience already. Five years experience. Not even just not even just the little internship you did. Yeah. Cause they be saying that the internship is not experience. Right. Five years experience. Yeah, so then you gotta have all these certifications on top of the five years. Yeah, it's flawed. The, the a lot of these systems are flawed, and so like th- th- those are the different issues that you gotta talk about and attach to your personal journey to see what really did not prepare you for this moment. And I, I know it's people in those positions that don't have five years experience. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't even got a degree, mm-hmm. not even a certificate in in sight. And in the past, it was okay to not have a college degree, and you are owning McDonald's now. But we were not born during that time. And so we, you got to take a different route to try to own chains of stuff, whatever. We weren't here first. But, yeah. Shout I, uh, out to anybody who's on the journey to find a job. Yeah, shout out to, uh, to, shout out to y'all, especially during this time right now. It's hard. It's hard Especially out everybody. We're hiring. We're hiring. Well, do I want to work for $7.50? Yes. No. I got that call today. Yeah, we can't pay you what you want. 
But charges, but charges paid five hundred million dollars to improve your facility. Y'all, you know who I like? What? I don't know if you seen that TikToker, Andre. Is that his name? Andre. I am Andre. Something like that. I think that's his. What name. What he do? He be doing like the little interviews where he be closing his computer and stuff. Like he be like, "Hey, how are you?" And then they be like, um, I think work should be your top priority in your life. And then he'll call Oh, him. the baddie, the corporate baddie? Corporate baddie. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I think his real name is Andre or something like something like that. I yeah. Think, yeah, I think. I know you're talking about. Yeah. Corporate baddie, though. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's what he. I fuck I with I like him. him. Yeah. I like him a lot. Yes, I do, too. And he said he quit his corporate job, actually. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. DeAndre. What is it? DeAndre Brown. Uh, okay. I think his I think his six TikTok name is Corporate Baddie, I think. I am DeAndre Brown. Oh, okay. I think they just tagged I'm he Dre tagged Brown. himself and we tagged him as the corporate baddie. So yeah. Yeah. I like him though. He got a lot of he be hitting it right on the head. Mm-hmm. But, Everything um, that, that man makes videos of is really true. Mm-hmm. Really true. Yeah. So yeah. Get y'all make sure that everything the same thing as Lizzie already said, I'm gonna just harp on it. Yeah. All the, if, if something ain't right, everything else will trickle down. So just make sure that holistically you're taking care of yourself. Right. Yeah. Now we finna drop a gym. We finna drop the gym. So there was this post on Facebook that I saw, and I think we can digest it, and that can be our gym that yep. we want to drop. So you want to, yeah, you can read it. Oh, not you got me reading in front of the class. I know, I know you've cheated your way through college, but read that. Wow. Okay. Um, I did not cheat my way through college. Let's just make the record clear. As a Set the record straight. Can read. Okay. Now she got me reading in front of class. Y'all know when y'all got to read it first. Yeah. Before, before you got to read it out loud. Uh-huh. And then you got to mumble the word that you don't really know. Baby, <laughs> <laughs> what you say? I ah. understood everything the word said. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. okay so the post says, should I say the person's name? No, just okay. what the post is. It's on Facebook. It says, <clears throat> why do people run from healthy confrontation? Like, let's, let's communicate. Let's talk about this. Let's take accountability. Why do people shut down that really doesn't make sense to me when we can fix it as soon as possible instead of going days, months, or even years without talking? Relationship relationships slash friendship doesn't have to be hard. We just need to be mature and stop being full of yourself. Mm -hmm. You can't run all of your life. So why aren't we communicating? That's a great question. Why do we not like healthy confrontation? That's a great question for the masses. I pride myself on being the one that loves to communicate. I think I have healthy communication. Like, okay, I have been told that my tone (laughs) And the and my diction be a little too blunt, and it be a little bit uh, abrasive. I would say, mm-hmm. and so I need to work on using the right words sometimes according to what whoever I'm talking to, and I gotta check my tone before I say certain certain things. Right. But me, I feel as if I never come to tell you a lie. Mm-hmm. I always come to tell you something that I have factual basis on, even though it is still an opinion. <clears throat> I'm not the type of people that say, that's just my opinion. My opinions always have some type of facts or reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. So if I feel like, Lizzie, you've been very distant. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, Lizzie, you've been very distant and you literally, I have no evidence to prove right, that. You're going to say, this is why. This is why. Because I text you on Wednesday 
And you ain't text me back until... Now she really calling me out in real life, y'all. <laughs> Not- she is really calling... <laughs> now she- This is live, okay? She is really calling me out in real... Didn't I say that I... This is why people be on that with me because I say I'm blunt. And what- I she- am just... I'm telling you the truth. I just want y'all to know this is the first time we having this conversation. She is really calling me out live. I'm telling you the truth. On camera. I'm also very transparent. Ain't nothing I need to hold back. Wow. This is crazy. Anyway... I do be I do be texting back a day like she right she right she ain't and lying. it's not a lie so she ain't lying me. she ain't lying she ain't lying go ahead so you already know I text you on Wednesday you ain't reply to Sunday and you gonna reply okay. like okay you not finna tell <laughs> it don't be that long now <laughs> I'm just being you feel me okay. I'm a you feel me all right. right boom it's been a couple of days you wanna reply back to me as right. if you ain't just take a whole journey to just reply okay. you took a decade right. So it'd be like simple shit like that. Like, bro, I'm finna come to you and talk to you about it. I just, and I'm my, t- I just told you my mental. And and that's fine, but right. you also, if you're if I'm your good friend, you should throughout that time want to say that to me. Right. Not no, let me answer to her as if I have not talked to her in some while. Okay, what you not finna do is she's really doing this. Uh, yeah, I'm finna attack her. We are showing these people that we really are Jazz. friends. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> I think you know what's crazy. I think, um, you know, I don't think people like healthy conversation. Like, I don't mind you calling me out. I'm making a big deal about it, but I don't mind you calling me out because I know it's true. Yeah. And, like, we could sit here and we could have a conversation about this for sure. Yeah. But, like, if it were somebody else, man, it ain't even like that. It ain't even like, you know, somebody that's like that. Yeah. We do. Yeah. <laughs> We do know something. Okay. Okay. I just had to make... You know who you are. Uh, I'm on. Go to it. I hope you watching. I hope you supporting. Oh, okay. Um. <sighs> yes. Uh, but I, I think people... I, pe- I think people don't like... You know, if I... People people don't like to be called out. Mm-hmm. People don't... They automatically go into defense mode. Yeah. And it don't even have to be like that. You know what I'm saying? If I'm bringing to you how I feel about something, you don't have to be... Oh, well, you're not going to do that. Point, point, point. It's always got to deflect, deflect, deflect. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, well, what did you do? Or F you. I don't want to talk about this no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it don't have to be that. You can definitely sit down and be like, okay, well, this is what you did. I think next time you should do X, Y, and Z. But people yeah. don't like that. I think that humans are the most defensive, sensitive motherfuckers ever. For sure. And that's just because I can communicate with animals and other creatures. But I can communicate with humans, and I think we just always jump to want to defend first instead of just listening. Mm-hmm. And yes, your tone, check it. Yes, the words you use, check it. Mm-hmm. But that can't always just be used to weaponize what is still the uh, weaponize against what is still the truth. Right. Here, listen first before you speak. Listen to uh reply. I mean, listen to not. To re- have a rebuttal, but listening just so that you can actually retain what a person is saying, because you could then use that to self-reflect. Oh yeah, people that people that don't listen always are ready to shoot back before you can even finish your statement. And the shit they be saying don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. No sense at all. And you know, like when you you know people that don't listen, you know how you text a whole paragraph to somebody, and you may say in a your shoes on tag, uh-huh. and the only thing they'll text back is. Already tied it up. I didn't say a whole. <laughs> I didn't say a whole. I didn't send you a whole mess about how you broke my heart, how you stepped on my toe, how you, how you that burnt shit, the cookies in the oven. That shit, niggas. And you do. gonna text me back? Come out. 
my shoot already. That's what men do. You tell me I'm ready to throw your phone. My 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 boyfriend used to have that bad. Love you, babe. But he used to have that bad. He really used to have that bad. And I used to be like, geez, just stop talking to me, bro. Like, we don't even gotta we don't even gotta talk about it no more. Cause you you sitting up here talking about And they know what they're doing. They did that on you know what you're doing, bro. Gee. Okay, what's the gym? I kinda got lost. So the gym, the gym. Listen, listen to retain and not listen to rebuttal. And and learn how to have Healthy communication. Yes. Don't always be in defense mode. Yes. If somebody's bringing something to you to the table, try to be receptive of the information. Uh huh. And don't mean you have to always agree with everything a person says about you because they could be wrong. You know yourself better than others, but there could be truth. And so hear them out to hear where the truth could be and take that and use that to improve yourself. If you deem that to be problematic. And I also want to say this. Some people have different, um, what do you call it? Like some people take in information differently mm-hmm. and I've had to learn that as well too. Yeah. Like say I'm coming to you to confront you about something. Not all the time is the second person ready to sit down and talk about it. Yeah. Right then. Yeah. Be mature enough to allow that person to process it. Yeah. If they need time to think about give what they that need time. to say, give them that time. I've had to learn that too. Yeah. Because me, I'm always the one say some. <laughs> What you going to say? <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to a wall. Respond. Say something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Say something. Yeah. Defend yourself. <laughs> Do something. You just sit here, deer in the head like, uh-huh. I'll be ready to, mm, you know what I'm saying? But some people don't process it like that. Me, I'll be ready to give a response. I'll be like, okay, you said this, this, and this. Okay, let me tell you why I did it. What happened? Mm-hmm. Other people ain't like that. So you got to respect that other people need extra time. To process it and then reply. Right. So it's got the conversation has to be healthy on both sides. And stop relying on text messages. Do not have me uh, these conversations, debates, arguments, meaningful conversations, shit to resolve issues Mm -hmm. through text. Right. It does not work. It will never work. You need to see the the emotional reaction from people to actually see if the message got through. If the message did not get through, if it got misconstrued, because texting is not going to get it. I also Stop. find that conversations are more peaceful in person. In person. You be cursing somebody out through text, but when you had that same conversation. In person, person you probably be real. A lot more mellow. Yeah, yeah. I done had a bunch of conversations. Motherfucker go crazy in the text messages. Right. And I see them in person. They, yes, you it's all your way. You can have it. Samaya. I'm serious. Stop. I'm serious. Okay. But okay. Yes, man. Because I know who you're talking about. <laughs> and you're We sick. dropped the gym. All right. Y'all take it. Period. Thank you for watching this episode. Appreciate y'all. Follow us on all the podcast social media. And look forward to the next episode. We love y'all. Peace out. And we're out. Just watch the damn podcast.